Good morning, kings and queens and princesses and prince. It is day number 26, and we're still in our fruit of the spirit, goodness. As we look at goodness for today, I want us all to reflect on we have just to pray about it, activating us to work and increase our faith. So as we look at goodness for today, reflect on the thought we just have to pray about it, activating us to work and increasing our faith. I must give a disclaimer before I really get into the meat and potatoes of this reflection for today. I want us all to take our time with this life lesson. It is a life learning lesson, as this is to inspire to carry us onward throughout the rest of our lives. So let's take our time with this. And this is really a full six-course meal. Amen? The scripture for today is Psalms 23, verse 4. And I'm reading from the voice translation. Even in the unending shadows of death's darkness, I am not overcome by fear. Because you are with me in those dark moments. Near with your protection and guidance, I am comforted. Let me read it one more time. Even in the unending shadows of death's darkness, I am not overcome by fear. Because you are with me in those dark moments, near with your protection and guidance, I am confident. Now, as for reflection for today, when we need change, here is where it all begins. Humbly, there is no magic pill. Things can't be done our way. So stop asking God to give us what we know isn't right for us. That is insanity. Stop asking for parameters. God knows us best and knows what is best. Today, let's rise. Rise with the heart of productivity that is glorifying God by serving others, being full of the fruits of the Spirit in our spirit. When we struggle and are in challenge, we must first know with confidence that God is the best psychologist in the world. So stop being the poster child for misery. God is the master physician, able to guide and get our doctors to do miraculous and marvelous, mind-blowing medical intervention for our cause. Those cocky doctors think they're all doing so many wonderful things. They are, but it's God doing the work. And every once in a while, we'll find a surgeon who's, who believes and says that they know that it must be God because it's, it's beyond their ability. Isaiah 40, verse 29 through 31 reads, God strengthens the weary and gives vitality to those worn down 
by age and care. Young people will get tired. Strapping young men will stumble and fall. But those who trust in the Eternal One will regain their strength. They will soar on wings as eagles, and they will run, never winded, never weary. They will walk, never tired, never faint. So rise today, being like the eagle. The eagle often represents the resurrection of Christ because the sight of an eagle rising in flight is a powerful one. Rise today, being like the eagle. Again, that is the only bird that can fly in the storm. Eagles fly into the fierce winds using the storm current to rise higher quickly. The pressure of the storm is used to help them guide without using their energy as their wings unique design allows them to lock in a fixed position amid the violent storm winds rise today let us start a new thing we can change psalms 20 psalms 145 verse 5 says i will meditate on your majestic glorious splendor and your wonderful miracles let us start and restart or continue onward to fellowship of relationship with god jesus and the holy spirit the trinity of god in three persons joshua 21 verse 45 firmly establishes this truth god keeps his word not one of god's good promises has ever ever failed not before the time of Joshua, not after, and not now. God makes the sun to come up. He makes the stars to shine at night. He's creating the heaven and the earth. He forms mountains in every part of every entity of the earth and man. He sees all, knows all, and is with us in all of our stuff waiting for us to just open that door and let his son in to sup with us and us with him. Jesus says, with man, things are just impossible. But through God, all things are possible. This is a call for us all to just follow. Jesus with our whole life. This is a call for a total lifestyle change to make Jesus the center of our joy. This is a call to let Jesus take the wheel to sit and drive our car on our daily journey of life. This is a call to surrender our total being, mind, body, and spirit to Jesus. This is a call to make Jesus a priority in daily prayer, in praise, self-study, Bible study. This is letting Jesus in when he's standing at our door knocking. Open the door, won't you, Will? Letting him in and let him into every area of our life. Rise today, every person seeming to be compassionate with sympathy and empathy are not with us. 
These people are filled with covert, strewed, and full of disguise. I want to say it one more time. While we have all this good stuff coming on, we have to know that every person seeming to be compassionate with sympathy and empathy are just not with us, even in the church, even in our families, even in our circles. These people are filled with covert, strewed, and full of disguise. And no wonder, for Satan himself masquerades as an angel of life. Apostle Paul brutally called out his opponents in the Corinth for being deceivers perpetrating to be like Apostle Paul, deceiving people seductively away from Jesus. Their gospel wasn't Jesus, coming with different intentions and a different spirit and distortions. And people do this in our life as we're trying to get closer to God and trying to get our life right. Remember, Satan also disguises himself as an angel of light. The devil's greatest weapons has always been deception. The most effective deception is to convince people that what is evil is actually good, that what is dark is actually light, by coating lies in a veneer of truth. It's much easier to fool people into accepting what is false. It's the same thing today. Nothing is new. Satan has been doing this from the beginning of time. I'm sure if you really look at your life, you will find the same thing going on. Today, deception is an untrue falsehood or is the act of lying to or tricking someone. It is comprised of two parts. Is comprised of two parts. Dissimulation, which is covert, hiding what is real. And then there's assimilation, which is your overt, showing the false. It can be used to avoid criticism or to avoid certain feelings, such as guilt or telling the truth to another person. There is an entire science concerning deception that is used in many markets to reveal the tricks of Satan in much many areas of our life. And when we follow, truly follow God, we're able to discern such things and we're given wisdom to know the full parameters along with instructions to move. When we truly follow wholeheartedly God, Jesus, the Holy Spirit. Through God's words, we gain an understanding that God is the only who gives the gift of knowledge. That is an understanding or awareness of something. The Lord, however, grants knowledge to those who have an honest relationship with him. Proverbs 2 verse 6 tells us, For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth, come knowledge and understanding. In reality, my son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turn your ear to wisdom 
and apply your heart to understanding. Jeremiah 17 verse 7 and 8 tells us, But blessed is the one who trusts in the Lord, whose confidence is in him. They will be like a tree planted by the water that sends out its roots by the stream. It does not fear when heat comes, it leaves, its leaves are always green. It has no worries in a year of, dry, of drought and never fails to bear fruit. Remember Proverbs 16 verse 3. Commit to the Lord whatever you do and he will establish your plans. When we do this, maybe may he give us the desire of our heart and make all of our plans succeed. I want to encourage everyone to worship the Lord your God and his blessings will be on your food and water. I will take away sickness from among you. Now that God has paved open a path and has opened the Red Sea, your Red Sea, to overcome, now we must do what is rise, that is rise to better in action. Let me say that one more time. Now that God has paved open a path, open the Red Sea, our Red Sea, to overcome, now we must do that is to rise to better in action. I must work the works of him who sent me while it is day. The night is coming when no one can work. So stop our begging. If it's not working, Jesus says to shake the dust off your feet and move on. Rise today in mind, in body, and in spirit in full submission to Jesus. Move on in total fruits of the Spirit and not in the works of the flesh that is keeping the madness alive even if it becomes dormant. Rise today to love the Lord your God, to walk in obedience to Him, and to keep His commands, decrees, and laws. Then you will live and increase and the Lord your God will bless you in the land you are entering to possess. Remember, God would never is never going to give up on us all. Jesus says, All that the Father gives me will come to me, and the one who comes to me I will certainly not cast out, for I have come down from heaven not to do my own will, but the will of him who sent me. This is the will of him who sent me, that of all that he has given me, I lose nothing, but raise it up on the last day. Jesus, the God-man, is the author of eternal salvation. He would never, ever give us up. God would never let us down. The name of the Lord is a strong tower. The Lord is mighty, the Almighty. He has made many promises, and he who promises is faithful. God didn't let down the Israelites in Egypt, and he won't let us down either.
God is never going to run around and desert us. Even though Israel turned her back on God and pursued idols, God remained faithful. The book of Hosea uh, gives us a brilliant example of God's unfailing love to those who are unfaithful to him. Then the Lord said to me, Go again, love a woman who is loved by her husband, yet an adulteress, even as the Lord loves the sons of Israel, though they turn to their gods and love raisin cakes. God is faithful to his people. Paul reiterates this in his first letter to Timothy. If you, if we are faithless, he remains faithful. For he cannot deny himself. God won't desert us. And God is never going to make you cry. Okay, this one's a little iffy. I think maybe so in the human perspective. We all cry a lot anyway. I mean, have you seen the iron giant? And there are times in the Bible when God actually recommends or causes weeping. In the day, in that day, the Lord God of hosts called you to weeping and wailing. When the Lord judged Judah, Jesus says that he will send forth his angels and they will gather out of his kingdom all stumbling blocks and those who commit lawlessness and will throw them into the furnace of fire. In that place, there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth. And let's not forget that Beatitudes, blessed are those who mourn, for they shall be comforted. But it won't always be this way for the redeemed. In the book of Revelation, John gets a glimpse of the coming new creation. He will wipe away every tear from their eyes. And there will be no longer be any death. There will no longer be any mourning, or crying, or pain. The first things have passed away. And God is never going to say goodbye. The world will say goodbye. Bye, Felicia. He didn't abandon Joshua. And the same promise applies to us. I will never desert you, nor will I ever forsake you. God would never tell you by Felicia. And let's also remember God is never going to tell a lie and hurt us. The world will tell you a lie and hurt you, but God would never do that. He won't lie. It's impossible. Take it, take that to the bank. God is not man and he should that he should lie. The glory of Israel will not lie or change his mind. So it's impossible for God to lie again. So rise, give your gifts to God today. Rise and give your talents to God today. Rise, give your time to God today. Rise, give your energy today to God. Rise, give your enthusiasm. Where your where has God given you enthusiasm or talents or gifts or time or energy? Give that to God. Where do you where do your your talents and gifts and time and your energy and enthusiasm lie? They are towards teaching or mentoring, are they towards issues of charity or justice? Find ways to deliberately use whatever God has given you. 
So rise today with God. Rise with Jesus and rise with the Holy Spirit with them working on you daily. Jesus reminds us in Joshua 21:45, firmly establish this truth. God keeps his word. No one of God's good promises has ever, ever failed. Not before the time of Joshua and not after that time and definitely not now. So have a blessed and wonderful day. Keep this word in your spirit. Keep this somewhere close to you because it'll carry you through to the very end of your life. Amen. Amazing.